Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to tonight's live. Nadine Parsons from Golden Key Finance, and I have with here my very good friend, Aidan Kelly. Hello. Aidan, this is your first live here with Positive Property. It is, yeah. Look, and thank you for the opportunity. Um, look, we've got some good content to talk to uh, tonight about. So, uh, yeah, look, look forward to answering a few questions when they come through from everyone out there. Uh, and, um, yeah, please don't hold back. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Well, everyone that's watching this, if you want to know any more about Super and how to get started with Property Inside Super, put hashtag Super in the comments here and the team will reach out and get in touch with you. But let's just jump in, shall we? Why not waste any time? I think this is a really, really exciting um, you know, topic, one that I'm quite passionate about. Mm. Um, but Aidan, give us a little bit about you. What's what's your background? What's your role? Yeah, what can sure. you offer us? So look, to, to start with, um, I'm a licensed financial advisor, um, licensed to give advice across all, all areas, uh, whether it be superannuation, uh, investing, insurance, uh, look, we, we, we can do it. Um, to start with, um, look, just as a bit of a just disclaimer and uh, all good presentations start with a disclaimer, uh, tonight we'll be covering uh, generic information, uh, generic strategies. Look, again, we can't stress enough that before you decide to take action, please reach out, get help from professionals, get help with the team from Positive Property. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, my role is to help with uh, any members, clients that are looking to develop wealth strategies, savings plans uh, and, and property investment as well. Beautiful. Love it. Um, jump in the comments as well, guys. If you've already got an SMSF and if you're utilising it, that'd be good to know. Um, and again, hashtag super if you want to know more and we can uh, get started. But Aiden, you know, I said I'm passionate about super, but really, what is it? Like, what is super? It's something that I know that my employer pays, but Mm. What is it exactly? Yeah, and look, for most Australians, it's the one most important investment decision they make uh, at a very young age, uh, when you know normally when they start the first job, uh, and absolutely, uh, employer contributions go into super, and superannuation is a retirement savings vehicle, uh, so that when when people decide to finish work or or retire early, uh, it's really this asset and structure that allows people to draw income and replace the income that they would have earned uh, when working. And that can come in a few different ranges, whether it be an income stream, uh, you know, lump sum, and then inside a self-managed super fund or any superannuation fund, there's investments. And whether that be, you know, from super low risk to cash, uh, to, you know, conventional shares and portfolios like that. So uh, an investment universe of superannuation, uh, there's a lot of things that it can be invested in. Uh, and, um, you know, a, a common strategy that we're seeing more and more popular uh, is, is the choice to uh, invest in property uh, using superannuation. Yeah, beautiful. Cool. So for those playing along at home, SMSL, self-managed super fund, bit of a mouthful to get out. Um, but what is the benefits of creating a self-managed super fund? Like what's, what's the difference between that and a normal fund? Yeah, and, and look, the, the important decision uh, before you you take to you know really decide what your journey is is to seek advice. Um, a superannuation as a whole, not just self-managed super funds, is a really complex area, uh, and it, it, it's you know it, for most Australians, it's ever it's the um, from a retirement point of view, it's the asset that most people will rely on. So before you do anything, I can't stress enough: have a look, review, uh, have a look at the performance, what is it doing, and then really figure out. What are your next steps to growing wealth uh, and looking at that future uh, income savings? So, you know, a question that's just come through, when should I start putting money into super? 
well, I mean, any investing, the earlier you do it, the less risk you have with anything. So um, contribution into super is a really, really efficient structure and strategy uh, that can build wealth over time. Um, super as a whole, why, why we like it, it's a structure that means when you're retired, up to certain limits, and I won't go up, I won't confuse anyone out there on what they are, because they, they are forever changing. Um, it allows you to draw an income stream that is largely uh, and can be tax-free. So it replaces a wage that you might be earning while working into an income stream that could be tax-free. Yeah, perfect. You just touched on then uh, wages that you could be earning. Mm. What if I'm self-employed? How does that work? Can I contribute to my super as a self-employed individual? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, anyone uh, employed or uh, self-employed uh, can contribute into super. Um, and it's certainly something, depending on what income you're earning, there can also be tax benefits to doing so. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Cool. Drop some more questions if you've got any guys in the comments. Keep them coming through. Um throw you one here, Aiden. It's a question I get all the time in my world, in the finance world, is super seems to be a bit of a scary subject. And I think there's a lot of fear struck into people lately around compliance. Now, from my aspect, I understand there is a lot of compliance, but is someone like you and partnering with someone like you the best way to navigate all of that? Oh, look, understanding what your super's invested in, uh, what your strategy is, what your contributions are, uh, for, for a lot of Australians, there's insurance inside of super too. Um, so again, if we're talking about considering a self-managed super fund, one, one of the important uh, considerations is, you know, is it right for you? Um, what, uh, how to set it up, the structures to do it, but then also, you know, how to manage it and, and what are the ongoing obligations? So um, look, you know, you really want to make sure uh, that you've got the right team around you, that if this is something that you do decide might be a, a potential strategy, that you have the right team in place uh, to set you up for success. Yeah, perfect, perfect, cool. So setting it up for success and thinking about retirement, I mean, I'm in my very early 30s now. I don't <laughs> like to put that out there too much, but um, is it something I really should be considering now or I'm yeah. going to retire in 30 years ideally? No, should look, ab absolutely considering superannuation now and whether that be property inside of super or just your investments that you currently have, um, you, want, you really want to make sure that it's working for you now. Uh, and again, with any investing, the more time you have with investing, the less risk you have to take over that period of time. So if you, you know, for example, if you're 30, you've got a, a, you know, 30 years really before you can access it at 60. So the little things you do now, like extra contributions, uh, you know, maybe growing wealth in property or in shares and things like that, however it's set up, uh, if you've got 30 more years of it being, uh, you know, before you can use it, you don't have to take as much risk later on in life, if you pay attention to the, the current day things of how it's invested, the fees, do you have the right insurance in there? Uh, how's it managed? And then if it is self-managed super fund with property, well, how is it set up properly? Yeah, perfect, perfect. Hello to Adam Vella. Adam, thanks for joining us. Got a question there. What's the minimum needed to invest in property in the super fund? Mm. Um, I'll tackle this one. Um, I know that George did a webinar last night and George's figures in there was a minimum roughly of 150000 Now, of course, that can be changed slightly given everyone's individual um, portfolio, investment strategy and goals as well. So the best way to get a good understanding of what balance you need is to book a chat with me first as finance. I can then look at the servicing of the fund and then see what that balance needs to be. And then I guess touching on that, Aidan, if I determine that the balance is a little bit short, 
Mm-hmm. How do we, how can we get more in there? Obviously we touched on contributions. Is there yeah. a benefit to doing that from a tax point of view? Oh, look, uh, yeah, absolutely. And again, this comes down to everyone's individual circumstances is that if there is ability to contribute extra into superannuation, um, we do have options that, that can actually be tax deductible. Um, again, we'd have to look at your income, your wage, uh, what is coming through on a, a weekly, a daily basis that you can afford from a cash flow. But, but absolutely, um, there are ways in which we can boost superannuation if you have the means to do so. Um, again, we want to cover off and make sure that you've, you've got your personal finances and personal cash flow sorted. Uh, again, Nadine works with the banks to make sure that any personal debt is cleared up or we tidy up the car loans, the bad debt, the credit cards, because we want to make sure you've got cash flow. Uh, and, and that's cash flow outside. So again, how you generate wealth, positive cash flow uh, outside of super and, and then also in retirement. Yeah, beautiful. Cool. Um, yeah, and cash flow is king. I know that that's George's number one saying. Um, so if you want to hear more about cash flow, again, hit hashtag super in the chat and uh, the team will reach out and get in contact with you. Yeah. Um, question, Just, Aiden, what's better, property or shares or both? Oh, Thanks, look, it, it, come, it all comes down to everyone's individual uh, goals and objectives. And uh, you know, look, uh, for most Australians, uh, they feel more comfortable with property because you can touch it, feel it. Um, but that's not to say shares aren't a, a very viable investment option as well. Um, and, and it will come down to a range of factors, uh, you know, how long you've got until you need to access the money. Uh, so property has a you know fantastic uh, average growth rate if we look across Australia, fantastic growth rates, uh, good rental incomes, things like that. The downside is that if you're retired and you need to use that money, it's a it's a Ill, what we call an illiquid asset. You can't just slice off a side of the kitchen or bathroom to, to go use for your uh, holiday. So um, I would always find a combination of, uh, you know, all these different assets, whether it be property and shares, cash, uh, things you might have heard of called bonds, uh, all form part of an investment portfolio. Uh, and, and everyone's circumstances will will depict what, what one might, may work better, may not. So, uh, and it also comes down to risk profile. Uh, you know, how comfortable are you individually in taking risks, knowing that shares can go up and down and so can property uh, and and obviously cash uh, doesn't really move ahead at all? Yeah, cool. Um, great question here from Kane Fatterini as well. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Kane. Good to see you here. What's the earliest age you can draw from a self-managed super fund? Yeah, so the earliest you can draw any funds from superannuation is age 60. Uh, so that's whether it be in a self-managed fund, an industry fund, a retail fund, all the rules uh, in terms of access and what what we call condition of release in terms of getting access to the money are the same across a self-managed super fund uh, and an industry fund. So age 60 uh, is the important factor there. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. There there is some other circumstances like if you're totally and permanently disabled, uh, you know, in financial hardship, uh, very specific sort of uh, key events uh, that, that sort of fall outside that, uh, but typically uh, getting access to the money for, for use in retirement or supplementing income stream age 60. Yeah, perfect, perfect, cool. How do I go about creating a super fund? You know, you've got me all excited. How do I create yeah. a self-managed super fund? Yeah, so the first step is to get advice. Um, and, and look, I've just saw it, seen a comment here from uh, one of the users um, that, that sort of went over, um, here it is, um, a, a, about a self-managed super fund that was set up, cost a lot of money, uh, didn't really do anything. Um, and look, that that is a, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I do come across that a lot. And my, my first comment in response to that, Nadine, is get advice, seek advice, 
understand what your goals and objectives are, objectives are, understand if you do make decisions, how do they play out now and in the future? And property is a really viable strategy for a lot of people. But again, these type of scenarios and strategies are, are personalised. So you really have to make sure that it's going to fit in your risk profile and, and your longer term plan. Um, so it's it's um, you know it's it's everyone's a bit different in, in scenarios and strategies and how it works. But um, you definitely do want to want to sit down with a licensed advisor, um, understanding uh, that anyone licensed has the ability to do the research to provide uh, and understand the impacts of moving out of one fund into a self-managed or into another fund. So uh, we really want to make sure you have those clear comparisons to understand what you're actually doing, uh, you know, what is the benefit and what are the disadvantages if, if you know, and what are the things to consider? Yeah, so, perfect. So first step, get advice. Reach yeah. out, sit down, have a chat, get advice. Excellent. And then I guess as part of getting advice, you know, I've had a super fun since I started working many, many years ago. How often should I really be reviewing it, either an industry fund or an SMSF? Is it annually? Is it quarterly? Is there yeah, any look, time? Well, look, look, an annually, um, you know, as a first step. Um, look, in investment markets move and then property markets move as well. Um, so, look, at least annually, um, you know, as a as a bare minimum, we, we would sit down with um, any of our uh, clients and members that come on board once a year to, to reevaluate strategy. Um, but, but yeah, at least once a year, definitely. Yeah, perfect. I love the comment here. I just have to give us a bit of a pat on the back here. That's a comment from uh, a member. I've already signed up with Nadine and Aidan, the A-team, and uh, they're doing some great work. So thanks for that. Um, once again, if you want to know more about Super, how to set it up and how to utilise it, hashtag Super in the comments and keep all the questions coming through. We've got some really good ones here. Yeah. And I might just uh, Kane, uh, I might just cover that one off as well. Um, so you, you are correct, Kane. Kane just asked, um, from what I understand, people can combine their super funds with other family members and friends. Uh, absolutely. So self-managed super funds, you can have up to six members uh, in, in that fund. Um, now, I would, again, uh, he cautioned to adding, uh, you know, uh, friends and uh, different stages. And again, this comes back to get advice before you do go into this because uh, every, everyone's scenario and strategy is going to be a little bit different. Um, say, for example, investing with uh, older parents, um, you know, might be a really good way to accelerate and, and, and you know, re really ramp up um, a superannuation balance. But uh, as, you know, for example, older parents get to a stage where they don't want to start drawing on that. Um, we really need to consider, well, how is there going to be enough cash and, and money left uh, if our assets are in property or in shares so that then the older members can still draw their income and, and still replace their wage? So um, while it can be a very, and look, I think any investing, um, you know, it's uh, you have a good team around you and that includes family is a very powerful thing. Um, but we, we really want to make sure and understand that if you are investing with other uh, family members outside of your core group, uh, that, that they're probably going to be different circumstances that you want to cover off. Um, but but it can be a powerful strategy when, when done well. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. And is there anything else? I mean, we're talking investments here within Superfund, mm -hmm. but is there any other big picture things we need to consider? You mentioned insurance a little bit earlier. Is oh, there other yeah. components we need to review? Yeah, look, absolutely. And I, I think, um, you know, risk mitigation. Um, uh, so we, we talk about, you know, insurance and, and no, no one likes paying insurance premiums for whether yeah, it be the car or the, uh, you know, house or, or personal insurance policies. But 
Um, again, when, when we talk about growing wealth, there, there's there's no 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 point us discussing how we grow wealth and how we drive passive income personally. And uh, if we're not going to put in place a risk management plan, that if we stop work or can't work, the whole plan falls over. So again, one of the key considerations to any plan uh, is what happens in the worst events. So how do we protect uh, the family, the group, uh, if, if income stops, if contributions stop? Uh, so reviewing insurance and then making sure you tie that off with estate planning. Um, look, I, I would think that uh, 80% of people that I talk to uh, don't have a proper estate plan or a will in place. Um, right. So, you know, as a bare minimum, um, we, want, we want to see everyone just cover that off and make sure that we've got those type of uh, structures in place. And it doesn't have to be complex. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. But it's more about just having it all there. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, I think you've given us a really broad overview of super, what it is, how it works and how we can utilize it. Yeah. Um, we just got a couple more minutes before we need to run across to our Black Belt group uh, with all of our members in there. So if you've got any dying last minute questions, now is your chance to get them in the chat. Once again, hashtag super if you want to know more about anything that Aiden or I have touched on. Um, otherwise, if there's no more dying questions, We'll jump across into the other group. Any any last minute comments, Aidan, before we run away? Oh, look, I I, I really like um you know any investing you know it said start early gives you more time uh, the less risk you have to take um you know property uh, and and what we have to do is look at the a the ATO put out statistics every year of how many self managed super funds are set up and what assets they're investing in and every year we're seeing more and more self managed super funds invest in property. So without a doubt, it's becoming a, a, a much more popular strategy, um, which, uh, you know, it, it can it can heed really good results. Uh, but, but again, get advice, check off on all the things that you have to look at, excuse me, contributions, insurance, is it right for you? Um, and, and what are your longer term goals? So, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Um, just quickly, Adams asked, can you have an SMSF within a trust? Do you want to touch on briefly the SMSF setup yes. and what that looks like? Yeah, so a self-managed super fund is a trust in itself. It's a regulated trust. Um, so when you're setting up a self-managed super fund, you do have the options. Uh, and again, this is where we take any member and client through our process and what we would recommend and how we would recommend you establish it. Um, a self-managed super fund has to appoint trustees, uh, and that can be individually or it can be a company. Um, and Nadine, you, you might want to uh, comment on when doing lending, well, what's a bank's preference? Yeah, well, we have to hold the property inside the bear trust. So it's yeah. a, a super fun finance itself is really, really straightforward. It's actually one of my favourites to do. So really simply, you've got rent coming in, contributions going in, and you've got a loan coming out and some other smaller fees, obviously, your management of your super fund and, you know, things like your council rates and water rates and all those little incidental things. So, um, yeah, super fund lending itself is is really clear cut, to be honest with you, and it's a great strategy, in my opinion, if, um, if personal... Yeah. Uh, funding might not be an opportunity for you. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us today on the live. Thank you so much, Aiden, for joining us and sharing all those um, knowledge bombs with us, if you like. Thanks, no, everyone, thank for joining along. And for those of you that are members, we'll see you across in the other group in a moment. Good stuff. And, and feel free to reach out, please. I cannot stress enough. Any questions, any thoughts, I'm more than happy to have a conversation uh, in line with Positive Property. Uh, talk to your team there. Uh, really here to help and guide. Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks, Aiden, And catch you guys soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.